Hey girl, welcome to the Empower Her podcast, where we are all about taking purpose-driven action toward building lives we really freaking love. My name's Keisha, and I'm an entrepreneur obsessed with giving you actual tools to help take you from where you are now to where you want to go in your life, career, and relationships. And this podcast, it's all about real talk and having some fun as we share incredible stories, tips, and tricks to help us get out of our own way and unapologetically make some moves. So girlfriend, let's do the damn thing. Girl, I am so excited that you're here because today we've got a juicy topic. And I know I say that a lot, but let's be honest. We often navigate curveballs and tough seasons. And I think it's hard when you're in those seasons to think about what you actually can control. So I want to talk about this concept of making a decision on how you want to feel because no matter what's going on in the world around you, you can always control that and how helpful it can be if you teach people how to treat you. So I'm really pumped about this. If this episode resonates with you, please tag me on Instagram at Keisha.Fitzgerald and let me know that you liked it. Because remember, I like to think of us like we're girlfriends chatting over coffee or wine or, you know, my favorite, a spicy margarita. Um, But truly, I'm recording these episodes by myself. So I know what you like if you tell me, right? And then, of course, I'm so freaking grateful that if you get value from it, you share it on Instagram because then it tells your friends about the podcast and that's how we get the message out. So if you don't mind doing that, I am so freaking grateful when you do. And we're going to just dive into the juice. So let me set the stage here with a quick backstory because you might be new to the podcast. If You've been around for a while. Thank you. I love you. You know that if you're brand new, I'm Keisha. I'm so excited that you're here, but I want to give you some backstory of what's been going on before we dive into the topic. So For the last seven weeks, my fiance, Sina, and I have been up in Washington State, where we're both from. Both of our families live up here. We've got a lot of friends live up here, although we live in Austin, Texas. And what sparked us coming up here is we got a call that Sina's dad, who had cancer, took a turn for the worst. And we needed to get up to Washington very, very quickly. So Sina, you know, we got this call on a Tuesday night. Sina flew up that Wednesday morning. And then because we have a dog who can't fly on an airplane and we didn't know how long we were going to be up in Washington, my best friend Jackie offered to fly down to Austin. She lives in Seattle and drive up with me and our dog and a bunch of our stuff. And honestly, like it was kind of funny, the road trip, which was really nice before a crazy season uh, because they didn't have any rental cars in Austin. It was like a rental car apocalypse, which is happening in a lot of major cities around the country. So Jackie and I had to drive a (laughs) U-Haul and it was honestly so fun. It was so fun because it was so random. We had, you know, only a couple of suitcases in the back of this gigantic U-Haul that we were driving with my dog, Lizzie. And we just made the whole road trip really fun. But we got up here really quickly. And then what happened is reality, you know, set in. The cancer started to spread. Cena was by his dad's side every single day from hospital to hospice. He was making all of the medical decisions. Just honestly, I, I've loved Cena for 12 and a half years, but seeing him show up with so much strength during this was just like, I am so grateful to marry this guy. Um, but that being said, his dad passed away this past weekend. 
And while it's absolutely devastating, especially for Sina, as you can imagine, we also have realized there's a lot of blessings that have come through this journey. For example, we were able to drop everything, no questions asked, to be up here by his side every single day for the last seven weeks. And I was able to run our business while Cena could focus his energy and efforts on his dad. And ironically, if you don't know this, Cena had just left his full-time career in dentistry to jump into the entrepreneurial space with me and, you know, work on Shigo's company and some other ideas that we have of things that we wanted to do just two weeks prior to us getting the call that his dad's cancer took a turn for the worst. So although... Obviously, this is a devastating situation. This timing was unreal. And honestly, it kind of just like gives me goosebumps to even think about this because for such a tough situation, we did have a lot of things that were working for us. We have an amazing community of people up here with our family and friends. And honestly, even you, like those of you that listen to this podcast and that I'm connected with through social media have been so freaking supportive of us. And I'm so grateful for that. We both are. And, you know, that being said, As you can imagine, we've already learned a ton and grown a lot through this experience. But one thing that I wanted to share with you is coming up in real time and has really been on the forefront of my brain that I think could be helpful regardless of what type of situation you might be navigating. It's this concept of, you know, deciding how you want to feel and then asking for what you need so people know how to treat you. And I want to break this down a little bit in case you yourself are going through a tough season or you just want a little bit of a different perspective or ideas of how you can help support someone else who might be going through a tough season. So here's the thing. Like I said, Sina and I have been able to survive these last seven weeks. And honestly, you know, a lot of these concepts that we're going to talk about today will carry over into the next couple of weeks as we navigate everything after his dad has passed. And, you know, we're doing a lot of dividing and conquering right now. And during the last seven weeks, I've been focused on doing what I needed to do to control my mindset so I could then, you know, support Cena. Because as we know, and you see all over Pinterest, like you can't pour from an empty cup. I had to figure out how to control my mindset and my health so I could then give all of the excess to Cena to keep our friends and family in the loop, to help him make decisions for his dad, and then put the rest of my energy into our business, doing my part of the business. And then after a couple of weeks, when Cena was just like, I mean, as you can imagine, emotionally at his max, I had to really be able to jump in and do his part of the business too. So basically for the last seven weeks, that's what I've been focusing on, right? It's like, how do I need to show up for myself to be in the right mindset to help Cena first and foremost, um, you know, keep our family in the loop and then do everything I needed to do with my business, which means I had to often make a decision of how I was going to need to feel proactively because when I was working, I needed to be genuinely excited and present. And when I wasn't working, I allowed myself to feel whatever I needed to feel. All emotions were welcome and it was really hot mess express, but I didn't have the ability to lose my ish during the days or times that I was working. So I had to figure out how to actually do this. And I think this is an important skill set that's applicable in a lot of different scenarios. So How did I actually do that? I swear to you, I would legit wake up in the morning and I would say, okay, how does the most excited and grateful version of me show up for the day? Like what thoughts does she think? And what is she thinking throughout the day? And from that, how does she get herself excited? 
and I would legit do whatever I needed to do to get my brain to think what I needed to think so that I could show up in a genuine and authentic way and support the people that I need to support in the business and block out the rest. That was it. Does that work for everyone? No. Did that work for me? Hell yes. And you know, on this podcast, it's really like a come with me, let's figure this out together kind of podcast rather than a look at me, I've got this all figured out. So I just want to share with you what has worked for me because it's been powerful to help me stay consistent and show up for the things that I need to show up for while still honoring this life of like constant contrast of like flipping back and forth through the last seven weeks. And honestly, um, you know, like friends or family, they would reach out to me and I would have to be very cautious of how I even responded to them so that I wouldn't have to go down this negative spiral on the days that I literally could not make time to do that. So I would say things like whether it was like via text or something, I would say, you know, hey, thank you so much for reaching out. Like it's super tough today, but I have to be really focused on finding the good and showing up for what I need to show up for. So thank you so much for reaching out. But today I'm going to make a good day regardless. I love you, right? Like I would say things like that via text because once I started going down this spiral of how hard this was and how nervous I was for Cena and how scared I was and how sad it was for his dad, it would just, my energy would just like spiral downwards. And on some days I literally just couldn't do that. You know, or if I was going to be on the phone with someone or physically around someone, I would proactively like level set expectations. So those people knew how to act toward me or react to me in a way that could actually be helpful for me and in turn for Sina. So I would say things like, for example, I'd be like, hey, mom, just a heads up. I'm stopping by your house. I'm majorly in work mode right now. High vibe energy. I don't want to talk about cancer. I need you to just be yourself, be fun, be light. I'll update you later on what's going on. And I'm probably going to need to cry about it later, but I cannot cry or talk about it right now. So just a heads up. I would say stuff like that. And then it was, it was helpful for my mom too, because she could act accordingly to what I needed in that exact moment. Cause I could tell her, right. And it sounds weird, but it was really beneficial. Or maybe for example, I would be going to my best friend Jackie's house for the day. Cause we work together too. She does operations for she goes. And I would say, Hey Jackie, I'm really stressed out and super emotional, hot mess all over the place. When I get there, I might need to cry for a little bit. Then I'm going to get my ish together, go for a walk. And then we got to get in the zone. And I would literally tell her that I would like give her a proactive game plan of what I needed in that exact moment. And she could act accordingly. And that is how I coped. I made a decision of how I was going to feel. And then I looped people in around me of how to treat me or how to react to me. And it was so freaking helpful. Girl, I hope that you are loving today's episode. I wanted to pop in real quick and thank our sponsor of the show, Organifi, because I love this company. And if you haven't heard of them yet or you haven't checked them out, I want to make sure that you're in the loop. The company Organifi has a line of supplements, organic superfood blends, and plant-based nutrition. And all of their products are made with ridiculously high-quality ingredients with a really great taste and a really affordable price, which to me is like the ultimate trifecta. And you know, I would never have a random sponsor on the show. Like if I didn't actually love the products and believe in the company and actually use these products day in and day out myself and think that they actually help me and my health. So what I highly recommend checking out are their superfood teas, their hormone balancing product, Harmony, 
their green juice, which is freaking phenomenal, and their protein is fire. You know proteins that taste like kind of chalky in your mouth or like the, the wrong amount of sweetness, and you're just like, oh, this doesn't taste good. Their products are so good, and nothing in their entire line has more than three grams of sugar, which like if you flip over the back of packs of things and you're like, how is there so much sugar in everything? And sugar is just like so bad for our health. So I, for one... If I'm going to have supplements or I'm going to have protein or I'm going to have teas and I'm going to put this into my body, I'm going to put in the good stuff outside of tequila. Sometimes I'm going to drink tequila too. And that's okay. Okay. That's okay. It's all about that balance, girl. But if you are looking for high quality superfoods at a really great price, please go check them out and let me know what you think. You can head to Organifi.com slash Keisha and use code Keisha for 20% off any item in their store. That's Organifi, O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I. I.com slash K-A-C-I-A. Code Keisha gets you 20%. So check the show notes for the link. Or if you're cruising on the freeway, you're in the shower, you're doing dishes, you're changing laundry, and you're like, ah, Keisha, I didn't hear the link. Just DM me on Instagram. I got your back. I'll send it your way. Now, that being said, let's dive back into today's episode. And from that, I had to then figure out, okay, this is the person that I'm doing life with that's going through a really tough season. This was so much harder for Cena, right? Like it was his dad. He was sitting in the hospital hours and hours. He was spending nights in the hospice, right? So like I had to figure out what do I need to do to support the business, but also how do I show up for him and help support him? And of course, this, you know, this type of like relationship dynamics is so different from relationship to relationship. But the way that Cena and I think about relationships is that it's not actually 50-50. Like if your person is struggling, we believe that it's your job to take a little bit of the weight off of them because that's what being on a team means. And we are committed to being on a team together for the rest of our lives until we're cute little like wrinkly raisin-like old people. And I can't wait for that, right? Um, But what helped me and then helped him, honestly, was me taking this role of level setting expectations with our friends and family for him when he couldn't. So for example, I would say things like, you know, heads up, we're headed that way. Cena's struggling a lot today because he's had to make a lot of medical decisions. His dad is, you know, declining rapidly. It actually won't be helpful for him to talk about it right at the second. So can you just be yourself and talk to him about normal stuff that you would typically talk to him about so he doesn't have to talk about cancer right now? I would literally tell people that proactively before we were going to meet up with them, right? Or even like, (laughs) this is so random, but I just thought of this. Um, The day after Cena's dad passed, we called one of our best friends, Kyle. He's actually like checking down our place in Austin for us while we're gone. And we were legit like, hey, Kyle, things are really shitty right now. As you can imagine, we know how much you love us and care about us and that you want to know more of what's going on and support us. But right now, what we need is if you could just be funny and be yourself so we don't have to talk about this with you because your humor is so freaking helpful. So no pressure, but like, tell us a joke, Kyle, right? And again, that sounds really weird to say this, but I think some of you are really going to see like how powerful this is, right? We forget that there's actually a lot that we can do to take control and like grab the reins if we make a decision of how we need to feel in that moment. And then we tell people, like we we teach them how they need to treat us and act in accordance to us because people have the best of intentions. But you can imagine, especially when someone is, you know, navigating their dad who's in his last couple of weeks with a tough cancer diagnosis, it's 
it's like people don't know how to act. So sometimes people don't know how to act so they don't say anything or people say something and they just try and like empathize with you. And while their intention is good, it's almost like it's easier to just set them up for how we need them to react, right? Now, let me disclaimer before I have a bunch of like mental health professionals that are sliding into my DMs or therapists. I do not think that this is helpful long term. Okay. I'm telling you about what we did for seven weeks and what we might have to do a little bit for the next couple of weeks. But it it is very beneficial for a season. It was super freaking helpful for both of us to approach it this way. Does that mean that we are exempt from the heart of this? Absolutely not. Grief, as you know, is like a roller coaster. We have no idea what's coming next, but you best believe both Cena and I are seeing therapists when we get home to Austin to get more support and more tools in our toolbox because I think smart, resourceful people go to therapy. I think it's so smart. But in the meantime, these were the coping mechanisms that truly worked for us and are continuing to work for us. And I'm getting so many people that are messaging me like, Kish, how are you showing up? Like, it seems like you're genuinely excited about things even while you're navigating this. I am because I'm deciding how I need to feel I'm backing up, you know, because our brains are like computers. So whatever questions we ask, our brain is going to go find the answers. If I'm asking myself, why am I excited? Why am I grateful? I'm going to be able to find all of the answers of why I'm excited and why I'm grateful. And then I can act in accordance by supporting myself to show up the way that I need to show up. It's not fake it till you make it. It's decide, support, and show up in accordance. And then give yourself the time and space to feel whatever you need to feel. That really did freaking work for us. And truly to kind of like tie this all up in a bow here, why I wanted to record this podcast episode is number one, to just be really honest and raw with you and share what we're really doing in real time on how to cope. Because when I shared about Cena's dad's death, I had hundreds of DMs from those of you that are struggling with some sort of grief as well, whether it is a death that you've had to navigate, a tough diagnosis, a cancer diagnosis, infertility, loss in general, like of a relationship, life is really tough sometimes. So I think it's really helpful that, you know, if someone like me is willing to share about this in real time, and if it's helpful for you, like I'm going to share it. Right. And then of course, I also just wanted to thank you truly, genuinely thank you for all of your support. For those of you that we actually work with, like our introduction podcasters, our mastermind podcasters, you know, I'm super honest and open with all of you. And I'm so grateful for all of your support during this time too. And I'm just, I'm just honored to have this platform to share with you. So thank you for being here with me. And thank you for being so supportive of Sina as well. And, you know, I do really think that as we keep like trekking through life, if we're open-minded to all of the ways that we can just develop more tools to put into our toolbox and different types of coping mechanisms, that can be really helpful, right? So maybe there's something that you took from this. And, and I really think that if we can just like learn how to be, you know, grateful, even in tough times, that's a really powerful skill set too. And honestly, even some of the questions that were popping up for me, like, you know, how can I grow through whatever I'm going through? That's been a through line for me in my life. Or what are the good things that we can find in this even during the tough times? That's not toxic positivity. That's finding the silver lining and using my brain to actually serve me because that's the environment that you're going to always be living in for the rest of your life until the day that you die, right? 
So like, how is navigating this tough situation you might be going through? How is that going to make you a better human? Because Sina and I have found so many ways that navigating through this is going to make us better human beings, more empathetic humans, more grateful, more bold, better parents one day, more expressive and, you know, telling people how much we love them and care about them even more right? Making the forefront of our brain, constantly making our life revolve around the people that make our world go round and just living this like fulfilling experience of the life that we can possibly live while we're here in our TBD amount of days, right? And through tough seasons, it's always so helpful to ask yourself the question of like, who are people around me that I can especially feel grateful for right now because of their support. Because I will tell you, I know the people that showed up for us in a massive way in our family and our close friends. And I am eternally grateful for them because during seasons where you can't do it alone and you have to rely on people, gosh, it's helpful to know that you've got people in your corner, right? And controlling the controllables is so helpful, which sometimes that just means like getting up, doing the best that you can to eat really well, drink some water, get your workout in, try and think better thoughts, plug into podcasts and and people that help you grow and have the type of perspective that you want to have. And that might be all you can control for that day. It's just giving yourself that grace, girl. That's been really helpful too, right? And I wanted to end with this little quote from Mark Manson. He says, happiness requires struggle. Without struggle, the world would lack meaning and our joys would feel empty. Be grateful for your struggles because within them is the constant opportunity for purpose. And gosh, one day you're going to look back at the struggles that you're navigating or the way that you're trying to support someone who's going through a really tough season or this, you know, this stage that you're in where you're like, oh, I just want to freaking figure it out. You are going to be grateful for this season because it helped build your character. It helped teach you how resilient you are. It helped you build grit, right? Grit and resilience and character, they're not built when it's rainbows, butterflies, and happy little unicorns coming out of your butt. They're built, those characteristics are built during tough seasons that show you what you're made of. So I am right here with you. Like I'm in this with you and I'm rooting for you ruthlessly. And I want you just to remember that you're so much more capable than you might be giving yourself credit for. Okay, we're in this together and I'll talk to you soon, girl. Thank you so much for listening in. If you love this episode, it would mean so much to me if you shared it with a girlfriend, like send it to her right now or post it on social media and tag me so I can personally thank you for helping me get the message out. I am so freaking grateful to be on this journey with you, girl. So until next time, I'll talk to you soon.